Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Transfix Take Podcast, where we are performance-driven. It's the week of September 13th, and we are bringing you news, insights, and trends for shippers and carriers from our market expert, Justin Mays. Mays, as always, it is great to be with you. How's it going? Hey, Jenny. It's great to be back with you this week as well to talk more about the freight markets, especially as we start heading into the back half of September and preparing for Q4. We are inching closer and closer to peak holiday season, but I've got another holiday that I quite enjoy, and many of us do here at Transfix, if not all of us. Do you want to lead us in, Mays? That's right, Jenny. This week is an extra special week as we thank all the drivers out there throughout Driver Appreciation Week. Now, Mays, I have to say I'm a little jealous because you spent the day at Molson Coors to kick off Truck Driver Appreciation Week at a Carrier Appreciation Day event. Talk to us about it. What was it like? Well, Jenny, it was a great day. I couldn't be happier to spend my day down in Albany, Georgia at the Molson Coors facility to give out some lunch and some Transfix swag with the Molson Coors team to show just a little bit of the appreciation we here at Transfix truly have for all the drivers across the country. And may I just say huge shout out to Molson Coors for hosting this event with us at their facility. Mays, I am sure you met tons of amazing people. I love talking to truck drivers. So again, super jealous. That's why Jenny, as you've also come to learn, drivers are some of the greatest people to talk to out there not only because of what they do every single day to support the supply chains around the country, but just to have a conversation with them and learn their background, why they got into the industry. They are always open to talk and have quite some stories to tell. I only wish we could spend more time out there on the road to really get to know them and continue to identify where we can support them. And Maze, the work doesn't stop here, right? Although National Truck Driver Appreciation Week is one week long to the country, for us it's all year round and we really do mean that because we're constantly looking for ways to make their lives easier because we know it's tough out there on the road. So again, we appreciate all of the truck drivers across America. Now we've got a little bit of information to help you through what's going on in the markets, Maze. With Labor Day weekend in the rearview mirror, it's become pretty clear that capacity is still extremely soft. And there are still some markets gaining some traction, especially in the Northeast and Midwest. But overall, Jenny, the markets continue to be in favor of shippers. Now, last week we left off on a pretty big cliffhanger as it relates to reefer tender rejections, even with a number of 17%. Let's get into it. That's right, Jenny. Last week we did call out reefer freight being a little volatile. Now, rejections rose for the prior 45 days, but since last week, reefer rejections have started to decline again. Now, I don't think they're going to continue to decline. I think we're going to see them remain pretty stagnant until about mid-October, where volatility in the reefer market usually starts to pick up as we go into the holiday season and the winter. That's right, and it's important to note that a lot of shippers around the holiday seasons will flip dry van cargo into reefer freight. So that way, you're going to start to see more of that uptick in reefer volume. However, you're also going to start to see an uptick in reefer tender rejections as a result. But enough about the holidays for now. Let's talk about where the national rate per mile average sits. I hope you have good news. Unfortunately, Jenny, I don't have the best of news for drivers this week. Rates will continue to stay pretty stagnant after not picking up the steam I originally expected from Labor Day weekend. Currently, we're sitting around $1.61 to $1.62 per mile without fuel included. Now, again, I believe we're at the bottoming of the spot market still. I don't think that carriers should expect more loosening, bringing down spot rates, but they're not seeing the tightening that I would have anticipated from a major hurricane in Labor Day weekend. Which is certainly an anomaly that we'll continue to dig into over the next couple of weeks, Maze. But I know that Hurricane Lee has been developing. What's the story there? That's why, Jenny, speaking about hurricanes, we do have Hurricane Lee on the radar. But to be quite honest, I don't think it's too much to be talking about in terms of the freight industry. 
as most of the impacts can be way up north in the northern parts of Maine and Canada. Now, of course, this could change at any time, but I do not believe we're going to see any volatility come into the freight markets. So perhaps hurricane season is not causing as much volatility as we originally thought, but that does leave me with the question, what do you think is in store for Q4 maze? That's right, Jenny. As we're turning into the final weeks of Q3, I think it's pretty clear to most people that we're in for a very soft Q4. Of course, we're going to see some volatility around the holidays, but other than that, I don't think shippers or carriers should expect too much different. And listen, that is certainly not the holiday season that we are hoping for here at Transfix for anyone in the trucking industry. That said, there are a lot of macroeconomical factors that we are going to be zeroing in on with another episode of the Transfix Take on State of Freight with Paul Pozemski, who is head of our freight market intelligence team. You do not want to miss that. That is coming up before September ends, and we have a very special guest from Chevron joining us to talk about the state of fuel as well. That said, Mays, why don't we get into it? The regional breakdown, what's going on across the nation. Let's dive right in, Jenny. Overall, across the entire country, there hasn't been too much volatility in specific markets. As we drive down south, we continue to see what is most likely the bottoming of where rates will go on average out of this region. Now, there are some markets that are seeing slim increases and other markets that are seeing slim declines, but nothing stands out as an outlier. And when we talk next week, we're probably going to see the same thing, except the markets that saw increases may see decreases and vice versa. I really do think that rates originating down south have hit their plateau. Good to know, Maze. Now, what's happening over in the west? It's still no gold rush for carriers, though there are still pockets of tightening up in the Pacific Northwest. When you talk about the larger markets, such as Los Angeles and Ontario, there's still generally some softening happening. But when you shift on over to Arizona, we're back to seeing large decreases as we continue to shift out of the seasonally favored times for the Arizona and New Mexico markets. All right, and shifting over just a bit, what's happening over in the Midwest? We're not seeing too much volatility. Some markets are rising, some markets are decreasing, but overall, we're seeing the average rate for freight originating out of the Midwest remain relatively flat. Now, of course, there are some markets especially in the greater Chicago area that are experiencing some slim increases, which we should take note of. But overall, it's a similar story to the South to where some markets are experiencing very slim increases. Others are experiencing very slim decreases. Now, again, I'm going to talk about lanes because it all depends on where this freight is going. And as regions start to hit their floor or their ceiling, the lane becomes even more important to understand to get the best rate you can per mile heading where you need to go. All right, now why don't we shift on over to the Northeast where I hear a lot of the markets there are continuing to tighten. Just about every market in the Northeast saw rates increase week over week. This includes some of the bigger markets such as Elizabeth, New Jersey and Allentown, Pennsylvania. But again, Jenny, we're not seeing anything significant. These are slim increases. But like I mentioned before, Hurricane Leaf it does have impact to the continental US it will be in New England and far up the Northeast Coast, which perhaps may have some impact in the freight markets, although I really don't think it will. Now let's keep on trucking. What's going on in the coastal region, Maze? And Jenny, I'm going to start sounding like a broken record here, but as we shift down to the coastal region, it's very similar to the South and the Midwest, to where there are some markets with slim increases, some markets with slim decreases. Now again, I think we're going to start picking up some changes more noticeably going into October. But as of right now, the markets 
remained pretty flat over the last seven days at a national level, and that's why we're seeing it also at a regional level. Outside of the Northeast tightening, we do see a lot more loosening down in the Southeast. Now, Jenny, I do want to point out though, this loosening comes because of the impact of the hurricane that we just went through less than two weeks ago. Obviously, rates increased as the hurricane made landfall and impacted supply chains down in the Southeast, especially Florida. Now we're starting to see those rates come back down. Not yet where they were prior to the hurricane, but they are seeing some pretty significant decreases, especially out of markets like Jacksonville, Florida, which saw the average rate decrease 3% week over week. Okay, so a lot of the same stories across the markets regionally, Mays, but what are we gonna focus on next week? Next week, where I really wanna focus is what should carriers and shippers expect in the next three to six months. And we're gonna talk a little bit about imports. And you know, one of the big things that are catching a lot of people's eyes is the level of imports from Mexico compared to China. Now, if you remember months ago, right at the beginning of the summer, I believe before proto season started, we said Mexico was gonna be the dark horse of imports. You're right, Jenny. One thing we wanna definitely take a look at is the fact that imports from Mexico have surpassed imports from China. And this hasn't been experienced in the US since 2005. So it's definitely a shift of what a lot of people were talking about reshoring manufacturing a couple months ago. It's certainly starting to play out in supply chains. And again, it's all a domino effect. And one I certainly look forward to getting into with you next week on the show. Thank you, Jenny. It was great seeing you again this week. And again, we appreciate all the drivers out there. And I hope that every driver has a great and safe week. And I look forward to seeing more drivers next year's Driver Appreciation Week. We will hit the road together next year, Maze. I'm calling it in 2024. That said, we will see you next week with an all-new episode of the Transfix Take podcast. And until then, drive safely. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of Transfix Inc. or any parent companies or affiliates or the companies with which the participants are affiliated and may have been previously disseminated by them. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are based upon information considered reliable, but neither Transfix Inc. nor its affiliates nor the companies with which the participants are affiliated warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. All views and opinions are subject to change.